Welcome everybody to the World's Greatest Podcast, Rock Cock Movie and Other Nerdy Needs. I'm Riley. And I'm Joey, and we're just two dudes taking on the world one podcast at a time. And we always just by asking one simple question. What's up, What's with, up you? with you? We can't look at each other. <laughs> no, we can't. Well, so everybody. We'll have to start practicing that. Yeah. So we are we are coming to you over the internet. We are. Actually yeah. we we usually do. But, um, oh wait, that's true. We always, <laughs> we always go to you over the internet. You know, we could start selling mixtapes, mixtapes of our podcasts. That, that would be really cool. You you ever seen those? You know, like in New York or whatever, where they have them on like those booths of just illegal music on mixtapes and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's gonna be us. But it's just our podcast, perfectly legal. <laughs> right. But Joey. But Riley. What's up with you? Uh well. You know, not not too much. Finished rewatching uh, The Office again. You know, as I do. Have you seen the United Kingdom Office? I tried watching a couple of episodes. Didn't really care for it though. Um, so how do you feel about the first? How do you feel about the first season of The Office, the United States one, compared to the others? Oh, I like it. Um, hmm. Not as good as the other ones. Yeah, that's interesting because the first one plays, you know, a lot of people are like, well, that one's closer to what the British people, you know, had in their one, uh, the the British version of the United, uh, the Office. And I don't think America resonated as well. So that's when they kind of switched it in the second season. Yeah. No, the fir- first season isn't like the best for sure. But. I still like it. I appreciate it. That's fair. I have only seen, you know, the first two and a half seasons. Right. <laughs> but I might get around to watching the other one, The British Office. Uh, it's way shorter, though, right? Because British TV, yeah. all British TV shorter, unless you're Star Trek or... Um, Doctor Who. Doctor Who, yeah. Or every other thing's like, you get like six episodes. Make them count. Pretty much. For myself, Joey, I... Yeah? Got through the first season and a couple episodes in to Mindhunter. Nice. Which you started watching after because I was like, Yes, Joey, I did. What you never watched this? How much Netflix have you done and you haven't <laughs> seen every show yet? I've watched a lot of Netflix. <laughs> but yeah, I did watch the first two episodes working on episode three. It's pretty good. I think it's an interesting uh, crime drama thing because, well, first of all, it's based off the the autobiography of the same title of John Douglas, the FBI agent who did end up creating the uh, behavioral science units in the FBI and criminal profiling general. So okay. this shows like a true fiction of it. Like those events kind of in a way happened, but there is some like added stuff and tweaked story parts. A right. L- little more drama. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the holding guy is Douglas and yeah, so he's a little more weird in the show in terms of like, is he psychotic? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten enough of that yet though. I feel like it starts building up, but it's pretty good. I've been enjoying it. I think they're planning for five seasons and we just got to hope Netflix doesn't just cancel them. Like they do everything. Uh, Very true. (laughs) And, and the serial killers, man, they're sp- they're spooky people. I mean, very true. 
and they're very realistic to their real ones. So, pretty neat. Other than would, that... Would you recommend it? Uh, yeah, I would recommend it if you're into crime, drama stuff like that. If you're not, it might be a little weird. Like, you know, I think because it's a little more stylized and everything yeah. for scenes. Yeah. That's fair. Or if you're just into history, I guess. Because you'll probably, you know, that'll be kind of interesting. Myself, I'm into both of them, so. Oh, well, then there you go. Yeah, overall, I mean, just from the first season and what I'm seeing the other one, I mean, I think it's like a 9 out of 10 show, top notch. Fair enough. Quite enjoyable. And I don't I... watch a lot of TV, so. That's true, you really don't. So that's, yeah. I like more comedy and, like, action. What? You don't like listening to a guy talk about how he murdered eight people? Yeah, that... Uh. <laughs> and especially since they're all true. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, okay. <laughs> That's fair, yeah, I mean... Not entirely my cup of tea. That's probably why I've been... It's been like three days, and usually I'd be done with like the first two seasons by now. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, every, everyone's got their own cups of tea they enjoy. Facts. Pers- personally, I enjoy an Irish breakfast. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, very, very nice. I think that's really the only thing I've been up to out of the ordinary. I don't think I've really seen much or read much of anything else. I did just pick up an issue, uh, number two of the new Loki Oh, how's book. that? So I've only read the first one. I haven't read the second one yet. I just picked it up last night, uh, and I just hadn't gotten a chance to sit down and read it. But it's interesting, you know, Loki being the king in Jotunheim, the giant lands, so like the frost giants. And right, yeah, yeah, Everything. So he's the king of that, and Thor is the king of Asgard. So they're kind of like brother kings and whatnot. So it's kind of cool. But then Loki's like, no, I don't really want to do any of that. I'm going to go gamble. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah fair enough i respect that i mean do, do you think loki's good at poker i bet he would be ah uh, he's yeah he's gotta be he's gotta be pretty good you know not even using magic i feel like just naturally yeah he he has a good poker face too never really know what he's thinking i, I know and like yeah he could mix you up you know he's all mischievous You'll be like, oh, I got no good cards. And then really, boom, royal flush. Boom, easy. <laughs> Takes all your money. But yeah, it's pretty what good. What form of currency do Asgardians use? Well, he was gambling in New York. Oh, well, I think enough. he's gambling at a club that like a bunch of villains go to, maybe? The villain but it's club? Like, yeah, it's like run by Iron Man, I think is what it is, because the cover what? has Iron Man on it. And it's, I don't know, something weird like that. I haven't gotten to sit down and read it yet, but yeah. That's very interesting. It is. It's very, very peculiar. But yeah, overall, that's all I've been up to. But you know what has been going on, Joey? What? I think we need to ask, what's up? With you, Disney and Sony and Spider-Man. Gosh. What, what, what are they doing? It's confirmed now, right? Yeah, yeah. So basically, to give the rundown of the story, Disney originally got 5% of first day ticket sales. And all they, had, they already owned all the merchandising sales, right? So for all the work they were putting in the movie, all they got in return was 5% of 
the first day ticket sales, I guess. Which is maybe opening weekend. I don't know. Which is kind of ridiculous, (laughs) in my opinion. Well, then I also heard that the only work Disney did in the movies is help write it. Like they were, they had writers. Oh, well, and everything else was done by Sony. Like Sony did their editing in their house. They did CGI in the house. All the other stuff was done by Sony. Marketing was done by Sony, and everyone knows, you know, marketing is about the same cost it takes to make a movie. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, you know, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a little more under the hood than I think people originally expected. Because most people were like, "Oh, Disney only making five percent. That doesn't seem right." You know, Disney wants fifty-fifty. That seems fair. Yeah. And you're like, but is it though? Is it really? <laughs> But they're not actually doing anything. So. Yeah, because because those are all all the Spider-Man movies are Sony movies associated with Marvel, and like he's allowed to be in Avengers. Mm. So at any moment, Sony could have just been like, "Nope, too bad, you don't get to nope. be in there anymore." He's mine now. But yes, yeah, so there was a lot of speculation, like, "Oh, the deal's not necessarily finalized and everything." But no, Tom Holland himself came out, and Kevin Feige came out, and they're like, "Yep, we're done." Sony, Disney, no longer partners. Spider-Man is gone from the MCU. And yeah, that's that's it. We have lost Spider-Man. That's so sad. Especially because, well, we left on a, a big cliffhanger at the end. Yeah, so about that. Technically, Spider-Man owns everything. Or, sorry, Sony, Sony owns all the Spider-Man stuff, is what I meant. Right. So they own Mysterio, they owned j jonah jameson the only thing that doesn't really transfer well is well one happy happy can't be in it and all of the iron man tech so like they're all stark suits what about the iron spider suit well that's what i'm saying like all of the suits you could use they'd have to be like they'd have to retcon it so they're not stark suits or just get rid of the suits entirely but other than that, there's no connection to anything else in the Spider-Man movies. So, the theory, Spider-Man, with his identity revealed, has to, like, lay low. And, like, basically, the situation calls for him to kind of, like, have to go backwards in his superhero progression, I guess, maybe. Okay, that makes sense kind of works you know how would you really do that though i don't know maybe they'll have to move out of new york or maybe move to a different part of new york like i don't it's 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 a strange idea it's one people are throwing around though or they're just gonna throw in venom in spider-man and just slap on slap that on a poster and make two billion dollars or something ridiculous well that that's always an option (laughs) Because what Venom made a billion, I think, and Spider-Man made a billion just recently, so. So, so two billion! <laughs> yeah, it's the additive property, Joey. Isn't that how it works? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know math. <laughs> but yeah, so Tom Holland, he's just going to be in Sony-only Spider-Man movies. No, no more MCU. That's really sad. So what I'm curious is, what does this leave for Venom 2? So we know Andy Serkis was going to direct, or is going to direct it. And from the gist we got at the end credits, it was going to be Venom versus Carnage. Yeah. With the now availability of Spider-Man and, you know, them totally wanting to make tons of money. 
Right. Does that mean we're going to see Spider-Man and Venom 2 now? Oh, guaranteed. So I don't know how much writing's been done to Venom 2. I guess not much if they just got a director anyway. Because could you just imagine, like, let's say they, they have worked on this movie for a while, and then suddenly the Sony guy walks in and is like, hey, put Spider-Man in right now. <laughs> yeah, that would be very odd. Yeah, like, we're already used to, like, messes being made of movies of adding things last minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens again. Um, are they going to use Tom Holland? Yeah, Tom Holland is actually contracted with Sony, not Disney, and he was simply allowed as an actor to play the character for Disney. Is the uh, gist that I got. Like, that's the thing. He was never part of Disney. He was simply just allowed to work for them. He was always under Sony's control. Uh, as, as were the movies. <laughs> yeah. Really, the only thing that Disney ever provided was Kevin Feige. So, it's interesting. It's there's way more to look at than just being like, no, Spider-Man's gone from the MCU. It's like, well, who really deserves the money? Do either of them really deserve the money? You know, like, yeah, I'm I'm telling you, Riley, if we just pool our money together, buy out Spider-Man, <gasps> then we can lease him to whoever we want. <laughs> Listen, what's up with movies? Okay, you'll be our movie production company. Ooh, that'd we be can, pretty cool. And listen, if we purchase Spider-Man, that's it. We don't need another thing. We'll just make good Spider-Man movies. Exactly. Make, make a couple billion dollars a trilogy. Right. And then, boom. Then we uh, have enough money to buy anything. We'll just start buying everything. Yeah. Set for life. Live on a yacht. What are your opinions now? Like, now that you, you feel... I feel you got a better gist of what exactly went... How, what, when it went on how what were what were relationships and everything and deals are you worried i was i was worried before because i thought that disney had more like of their hands in the production of spider-man not really just the writing and i feel like sony does have good writers but they just need to like they have to make a good story yes <laughs> I do agree with that, because, I mean, we've seen Into the Spider-Verse pretty good. I think Venom was okay. I think they just tried to fit too much in one go. Right, Although and it, and it was it was really hard to make a Venom movie without Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, like, so, they, were, they were playing uphill, and I think they did an okay job. Like, it wasn't Spider-Man 3 Venom. It was actually, like, a recognizable Venom. Right, yeah. It was just kind of weird, you know, getting in fish tanks or whatever, eating lobsters. Yeah. That was such a weird part. Like, that's not, I don't think that was been in the comic books, so him just consuming trash. Yeah, no, wouldn't really think of that. <laughs> but I think they can possibly do it if they, they got to pick a good direction and they just got to go for it. I think if they try to focus too much on getting the branching between the last spider-man movie and the next one because i think he's still set on for two movies technically his contract okay so and it's the same director so it it, it could be good it's just the story is going to be a hard handle and i'm part of me is like maybe you should just redo it like not like you don't have to go back to his origin you don't need to see uncle ben die again 
Right. Like I, I know some people are referencing like, oh man, Tom Holland's dead. Like, no, no, no. Tom Holland worked for Sony. He's going to make Spider-Man movies. He's just, just different. It's just going to be a different Spider-Man. Uh, it's not like you know, Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield where they're like, we're sorry, we're cutting you loose. I think it's more like, we're sorry. You don't get to see Robert Downey Jr. anymore. <laughs> that would be... Honestly, that's that's the worst part. That that is that is kind of sad. They, I won't see their Instagram pictures next to each other. I remember there was all the uh, articles posted as Tom Holland unfollows Sony on Instagram. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's pretty funny. <laughs> and I think he was at D twenty three, like because it was at D twenty three that they announced it, and I I don't know if he was there, but I know people were celebrating. They're like, it's weird, man. It's kind of sad yeah a little bit i think it's fine i mean we've seen the lineup already for all these movies and i'm I, with the last one i kind of had the feeling that spider-man wasn't even really a part of anything coming up like he he could have been the next iron man you know and like next avengers leader but do i really want that from spider-man yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah. I, preferably no. <laughs> yes, I. When we re when we rewatched all the uh the Spider Mans, like I came to the conclusion I actually kind of liked what they were doing with the Amazing Spider Man. It was just one guy, doing his stuff, and it kind of had these big blockbuster feels. And I remember when the first Spider Man with Tom Holland came out, I was like, oh man, he actually feels like a kid. But I'm like, I think there's a good middle ground you can come up with there. Oh yeah, I think so too. Though maybe he's getting too old. Maybe we're not going to be able to do high school Tom Holland anymore. <laughs> I can't tell, though. The guy doesn't look like he's aging. So there were recent reports of why Disney and Sony split. Besides money. And I'm not sure how accurate it is. But there's claims that some big shot Disney guy just told Kevin Feige to focus on the Fox properties. And kind of push Disney to backing out of the Sony deal because really? Dark Phoenix did so terrible. Oh, he's like, "Yo, fix X Men, forget about Spider Man, because we own X Men, so we need that to work. Because right, if we don't, we're losing money. So yeah. Spider Man's just extra money. So there's another source that claimed it wasn't that, but I mean, I mean that makes sense." Yeah, the guy the guy they claim said that to Ken Feige was also the same guy who was in charge of the Sony Disney deal. Okay. So So he knows what he's talking about. Probably. Yeah, like, oh maybe. Maybe. Maybe that is factual then. It makes sense. It does. Because I'm like, okay, they own X Men. It's sitting there and it's burning money if they don't use it. Right. So it it makes sense. Maybe they kept hearing that Ken Feige was like, Oh, we're not gonna do it for a while and he's like, Oh no, no, no. <laughs> we just spent billions of dollars you're using them yeah <laughs> and i think that's that might be why the part of the reasons why we're seeing fantastic four possibly in the next two years like i might i think there might be an announcement in Wait, two that's... years well no not like a movie like i think we're gonna start seeing stuff though like in two years oh, okay. i think we might get it hey phase five fantastic four 
Gotcha. Oh, I, I think it might open phase five. That that kind of make would make sense, or maybe slightly after Blade because they announced Blade. So maybe like they'll go Blade, Fantastic Four. Okay. I think that would like be. That. Yeah, that'd be a way. It, it would make sense. That would be a kickoff for a phase. You know the right introduction of that team. So MCU going in weird ways. You know, going weird places. Yeah. Who who knows what's going on? You know, this is probably one of the first kind of experiences the world's ever seen of the downfalls of a cinematic universe that losing actors and or losing character rights and and a director gets fired for something and then he gets rehired on but he already did other things you know like james gunn and the whole suicide squad thing yeah it can mess up with everything your your entire plans can go downhill quick it's not like a comic book yeah no so i think this it's kind of intriguing like this is this is the first we've ever seen ever of this type of experience i think so there you go joey we're living in a in a once in a lifetime experience history books yeah yeah that probably honestly whenever the if the mcu ever dies even if it doesn't I think there would be there will be you know film things about it, whether it be essays, I would not discussions, be yeah. But Joey, we got a lot more news to go through. Oh yeah, other than just Spider Man, even though that was probably one of the biggest things that was seen. True. I lost my <laughs> mind. I think the group chat, whatever one it was, you know, I was just sitting there, just blowing up everything. I'm like, that's <laughs> it, boys. I'm like, we're going downhill. Other stuff came out around the same time as the Spider-Man thing, which is absolutely this is also ridiculous. I thought I thought the movie industry was just dying. Matrix Four with Trinity and Neo coming back. Oh, so Keanu Reeves back in it. Um, so Trinity's dead. She dies in the last one. Yeah. Right. So how do you bring her back? What? Like what? She's a robot. Ooh, agents. Agents are all agent trinities now. Ooh. <laughs> but, like, I never really finished Matrix this year, like, the entire thing. Yeah. But, like, something with the ending, like, what happens? Like, he's, like, part of the code thing, and then, like, he's, like, a code in a code or something like that? Is that how it goes? I don't know. I don't know. There was like weird programs and programs maybe, and that's why he could do like, because I felt like he starts flying in the real world or something is what ends up happening. I don't. Wait, what? I don't know. There was just things I was looking at that was like, this doesn't make any sense. Matrix Four can't happen. It just, logically speaking, the se- the series can't go on really much further from what the original trilogy had. You can only really go prequel. Right. So the introduction of Keanu Reeves is just doesn't make any sense. He's he's he looks like an older like I know people are always like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, he never ages. Like, but come on, like he does. He does yeah, look older. You, you can tell like, yeah, not significant, but like it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, like it's not going to make a whole lot of sense. So. I don't know. I remember there being things about like a Morbius uh, Morpheus some. Um, prequel Ooh, that'd be pretty neat but i guess i guess this isn't it i mean i don't know cool with keanu reeves i don't 
I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't even know if Lawrence Fishburne's coming back as Morpheus. I heard it was in contention of like if he'll come back to play that character or whatever. Don't know why. Really? He's still in movies. He's he's in all these John Wicks and stuff. So maybe yeah. it was maybe it was just one of those things they hadn't technically finalized it yet. So okay. it was like, yeah. Just gotta gotta work out some details. Hopefully. I don't really see anyone else who can play him. Yeah, not really. Are you, oh, are you looking you get Donald Glover? <laughs> For an older Morpheus? No, that'd be impossible. Oh, for an old... Wait, I thought you said prequel. Yeah, well, I heard the rumors were prequels originally, but how are you going to do a prequel with Keanu Reeves? Uh... Yeah, I don't know. But no, I'd be down for Donald Glover to try... For A younger... Younger Morpheus. He doesn't really look like him, but I just like I the mean, actor. Not really, but he does. He also doesn't look like Lando. I think he looks much closer to Lando. Did he though? Yeah, I'd give it like a seven. In seven. Ten, yeah, seven out of ten in terms of like, yeah, it works in likeness. Well, what would you give him in? comparison to morpheus oh like a three probably that's fair yeah no they really don't look old. lawrence fishburne what, just has what, such a distinct what if he what if he shaves face. his head uh, <laughs> i think it's just it's a lot of the facial structure that's morpheus fair. just has a very different one he does Are, do you want this joey because i don't want this i, I enjoy matrix but um, yeah, I don't really I, I don't know want if it's one. needed no. or wanted. Uh, yeah, who wants it? I mean, yeah, there's some people who probably want it, but not enough people. You're right. One of the Wachowskis is coming back, though. So take that with what you want. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. But Joey, all the other D23 news. What which which news do you want to cover first? Which which um... franchise? Star Wars. Oh, you want to jump straight to the big guns. Oh, yeah. So we got a Mandalorian trailer. Looks phenomenal. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Looks like it's really cut in half. Yeah, it does. When he shoots the, yeah, he shoots like the airlock thingy, the clothes thing, and it looks like it's cut in half, and I'm like, there's no way they're going to show that. Oh, 100%. Right? Like, I'm like, there's no way. Do you know what it's going to be rated? Nope. I don't know if any of them have rating, ratings because they're going on Disney streaming service. So technically speaking, they don't have to do anything. Uh, it's not like movie theaters are going to show it. <laughs> it's like Netflix. Like I don't even know if any of Netflix's stuff. Like a lot of it's rated, but I think there were other things that I don't know. They did like weirder rating things. They're like movies, but they're rated as like TV movies, so they're under like TV. Yeah, like um, TV fourteen or yeah. Like I, was, I just personally thought that was weird. Some of their more blockbusters, I think, had real ratings, but. I don't, I don't know if these ones will get rated, but it looks kind of dark. I mean, there's a bunch of stormtrooper heads, Ewok style. Yeah, which looked pretty cool. It did. Very interesting. I wouldn't. I understand why Ewoks would do that, but like this is more of a civilized society. Yes. Nah, this is it's the Wild West. Cowboys 
we're decapitating each other all the time, Joey. Isn't that how it went? What time period does the Mandalorian take? Uh, oh, there's a really nice little infograph thing, I think, that shows it. So let me look that up real quick while we discuss the other stuff. So one thing I want to bring up, though, is the Death Troopers. I love it. I love Death Troopers. I agree. And I'm so glad that they're using them more. Yeah, me too. Uh, I I would be okay with them going back to the original trilogy and CGIing them in almost just because I love them (laughs) so much. (laughs) (laughs) They okay because like here's the thing: people are like Disney Star Wars is terrible, right? You know, people say that, right? I disagree with them though. They gave us Death Troopers; (laughs) they're the best. I wouldn't say I I don't think that it's terrible. I. I appreciate that. Okay, so here's the thing, though. Because people are like, the same people I feel like who complain that Disney is awful at making Star Wars movies also enjoy Rogue One and and Solo. Yeah. Like, they just don't enjoy the current trilogy, but they enjoy a lot of the stuff Disney's producing. Right. And like, oh, all this stuff that's Legends is thrown away, or, you know, all that stuff. And I'm like, come on, I've read some of that stuff. That stuff is ridiculous. Like, some of it is is just, like, what? Like, in the books, they say that after Return of the Jedi, uh, Palpatine just comes back because he clones himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? Like, there's a clone of Luke that you spell with two U's. Like, what? Like, I don't don't get it, man. Like, I guess there were some cool things, like Luke's um, wife, you know, I'm forgetting her name right now. We're like, okay, yeah, there's some cool aspects that kind of fleshed out the characters, but... I think Disney can just, I don't know, I, th- I think their stuff is just as fine. And their Vader comic's really good, and I think that stuff's really cool that it, that they have. Oh, uh, Mara Jade? Yes, yes, that, that was, lightsaber. yeah, that was Luke's. She does seem pretty cool, and it would have been cool for them to put her in the movie, so I'll admit, yeah, that, that does kind of, kind of let down, but. I think there's just there's a lot of solid stuff with like Rogue One and Solo that I think that's kind of doing the work that those did, you know. I mean, you can't have everything be perfect, you know. Right. The Mandalorian takes place after Return of the Jedi, but very, very before The Force Awakens. I think that's why we have extra Wild West feeling is because I think the Empire's in shambles. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Oh, and that would explain why um, they weren't afraid to put the stormtrooper helmets oh yeah like like oh your emperor's just dead and you just lost another one of your big weapons so probably like sort of rebellion uprising thing right Ah, uh, that yeah that that is pretty cool i like that it's a nice nice world building yeah it looks amazing though the the bounty hunter looks sick he really does he has some good good techniques yeah mm-hmm uh, there was a cool scene with the whole Mexican standoff. I didn't really like it all that much because the stormtroopers pull out all their pistols and everything one-handed, kind of limp wrist, and I'm like, that's not how soldiers do it. A real soldier wouldn't really do a Mexican standoff. They would, like, you know, double-hand their weapons and everything. Yeah. So, like, it just it didn't seem realistic for a military thing, but maybe these are, like, stormtroopers who have given up and, like, 
are hiding out or possibly maybe it's someone who's pretending to be stormtroopers you know like maybe like okay. pirates you know wearing their armor because they're pretty dirty like it's pretty bloody like it could have killed them and stolen it so it was just interesting stuff i noticed uh ig11 is played by taika watiti not ig88 but that's okay i think that's that's almost good in a way you know yeah reason to add convoluted connections true um but does that mean that this is an older ig unit or is ig the series that's a, number uh i and i guess it was the droid number yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna think that might be what it is like maybe they're all ig droids right or do we know that because in the clone wars i remember the scene where anakin and ashoka fight two of them yeah pirates thing does he refer to them as ig droids i think so yeah that i I thought as well so then this is just one of the specific one out of the whole bunch kind of like our two units okay that makes sense but i wonder if he has been around for a long time because 88 you know was in the original trilogy this takes place after that you know it's been some time right so like this is years because w- what's the gap between empire strike back and return of the jedi hmm is it a couple years or is it like it's not like five years is it it seems like a lot well just looking at the calendar uh or the timeline that they had given because uh, Disney released like an official timeline of all their all the movies and shows and all that and all the new new stuff coming out. There right. is one like dash between Empire Strike Back and Return of the Jedi. There's like three between New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Do we know? Do you know the timeline between that? that that's a decent bit of time. That yeah. one might be. So, but then there's like five or four in between Mandalorian and Return of the Jedi. So it's a bigger gap. The New Hope to Empire Strikes Back and all that. Okay. So it it looks like it's about half the gap between one uh, episode one and episode two. And what's that? That's like 10 years. Because yeah. Anakin goes from like a kid to a teenager. So it'd be about 10 years. So yeah, this one could be like a five year gap. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. And if each one of these ticks is a year. So there you go. I can read a timeline now. (laughs) (sighs) Though that does mean that Rise of Skywalker will take place like a year after Last Jedi. When Last Jedi took place like pretty soon after Force Awakens, I guess. Um, Interesting stuff. The Mandalorian will take um, place three years after episode six. Well, this timeline doesn't make any sense then. So it's for ABY is when uh episode six ends and the mandalorian will begin in seven aby oh maybe we'll begin in well because i would guess i would have guessed eight off this chart i don't know but the line's kind of weird oh well that makes sense seems about right so it's a decent not not too long time yeah overall though i'm so excited i want it so badly yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think it's gonna be really good Oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. But the other properties, Joey, the other Disney Plus shows, we have the Cassian prequel for Rogue One. That looks like that'll take place a couple years, you know, maybe a year or right. two. 
uh, before Rogue One does. So we're going to see him probably doing real dirty sneaky tricks. Oh, 100%. Dirty, dirty rebel scum. I know we'll be getting Cassian and K2SO in that. So maybe maybe we'll see how they meet. Mm. That's probably what it'll be. That's just an easy story to tell. Yeah. That's just, yeah. Anything else you'd like to see? I mean, I would just love to see him, you know, maybe like Cassian breaks into place, messes with a droid, ends up being K2SO, you know, gets on his side and then just, just blowing up stuff, you know? Yeah, you know, as you do. Because I, I don't know if it's, you know, morally the good thing, but I thought it was cool and interesting to see the in Rogue One, the beginning, you know, where Cassian, you know, it shows the dirty side of rebels where he just kills the guy and everything right. yeah, he yeah, can't yeah. escape fast enough. And I'm like, well, that's, that's a, that's good to add, you know, not, not yeah. necessarily a like, cool thing to do, but yeah, not, not supporting it saying that, I mean, these are actual rebels. <laughs> like... Yeah, like they are terrorists. So it's, it's good to show that, you know, it, it adds to the world because it makes sense. It's it's a logical right. thing that there would be like there would be groups that are way more extreme than other ones. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's an interesting show. I'm down for it. More and much troopers. Like the, the whatchamacallit guys um, that were protecting the Kyber Crystal in Rogue One. Oh, you think you'll you think we'll get I, I think we'll get more groups like that. Oh, you, yes, yes, that that yeah, the super extremist ones. Yeah, the, the guy with the weird respirator. I do think he'll be in it, probably, right? Like that that makes sense. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, at least something like the line. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. We'll we'll definitely I think see more of those factions. You know, groups that took up the name of the rebellion, but just kind of blow up a lot of people. Yeah, you know. <laughs> And Obi- <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's what everyone does, you know. You got a rebellion, yeah. you can blow them up. In Obi Wan Kenobi series, Joey, yeah, that's been announced with you and McGregor returning. Nice. So it's actually looking at the timeline. So the movie Solo. How long does the movie? Oh, is there a time jump in the movie Solo? Um, I didn't see one. I'll check again. Oh, we know because he starts off, he's leaving the place. And then he joins the military for a bit. That must be where the jump is. It's during his time from escaping and then joining the military. And that's why that girl's also now like part of the Crimson Dawn or whatever. What are they called? Mm, okay. What are they called Crimson Dawn? Yeah, the Crimson Dawn. Well, this Obi-Wan Kenobi movie takes place actually between that time jump. So oh. somewhere in there is where like like maybe not necessarily the story but just to give you a gist of when it's happening you know yeah it's nice nice rebellion time you know yeah the the good old days yeah so it's got to be early enough that you and mcgregor can still play him and not have to look like alec guinness right (laughs) (laughs) so uh what do you i don't know if we know anything about that what do you think we're gonna get for that one i really have no idea Desert it's... Desert Sand Castle building brought to you yeah. by Kenobi. <laughs> Probably. Um I don't I don't really know. Maybe um Wait. What time period? 
I mean, it's like way before it was like a new hope, but I mean, Empire is still going strong. You know, it's it was okay. You know, it's it's like they they're still a strong enough military that they kind of exist still, but um, it could be, you know, how all the Jedi were being hunted down. Yeah, could be yeah. him, um, trying to not get the planet he was on destroyed. <laughs> That's true. I don't because does he stay on Tatooine immediately after three? I think so. So then we're gotta get it's gotta be him on Tatooine. Right. Unless he goes to Jakku. Oh my <laughs> Oh my What if Rise of Skywalker shows that oh that Ray is, that, that is that is that something would be really cool. That's a that would, that's a thought right there. That is that I like that. I'm gonna don't worry, Joey. I'll make sure I keep that in mind. You know, if I see that coming out, I'll be like, Joey, from What's Up With You got it first, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He called it. I did. And that's, that's a good thing to call. Because I remember uh, talking about going back to Spider-Man. You know, I remember I called Spider-Man. Yeah. I was like, listen, after the second Spider-Man movie, I think he's done. And then people were like, no, it looks like we'll just renew the deal. I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Look who was right. But I don't want to be right. I swear. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is your fault, Riley. No. <laughs> if I can be right, I hope you're right with yours. Because that might be interesting. Very true. Oh, what if they just make all the fans mad and it's like Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh, Mara Jade? Just to make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what... Who was Obi-Wan Kenobi's like love interest? Because I think she's in Clone Wars for a bit. Oh, the um. It, isn't she like in a senator thingy, like one of those as well? Yeah, what's your name? Oh, I'm blanking. But that that is kind of canon. So his his relationship thing's closer to canon than Luke's ever was. Didn't she die though? Did she? I thought I remember. Yeah, I was trying to think. Did, does she end up dying? Ah, uh, if anyone knows, they know. They'll know what we're talking about. Either the people who know what we're talking about know what happened to her, or if you have no idea what we're talking about. Probably doesn't even matter. <laughs> so, oh, good. Duchess. Duchess. Duchess? Hmm. Does she dead? Duchess Satine. Yeah, she's dead. Oh, dang. God dang. Evil people killing her. No, oh, well. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I. It's exciting. It. It is real. You know, it's finally happening. Right. I'm wondering, because these are all going to be limited series, you know, six episodes, eight episodes, most maybe full big old budgets, but never again kind of thing. But I know with Marvel, because we have more Marvel shows, spoiler alert, <laughs> if those do well enough, I think that they might go to the movies is how it's going to go. Mm, OK. And I know I heard people like, oh, Kenobi, this is like one time thing. Like he's come back doing this and that's it. Like, but is he? What if he makes tons of money? I mean, good point. Then maybe we'll get a Kenobi movie, huh? Hmm? Please? Hmm? Please, please? Maybe? Please? Like so I'm excited. I'll watch all of them. Who am I kidding? Fair. Even if they're not that good. I still want I still want Death Troopers though. Death Troopers in every single series. <laughs> all of them. If I'll we make a if we make a prequel to the prequel, I want Death Troopers in there. That'd be very interesting. Actually, a prequel to a prequel might be cool. Like, like pre-Battle Droid kind of thing. Like, 
pre-battle like droid? Like trying to like, yeah. Like at the beginning when the Separatists and the Republic were still just a Republic? Yeah, like showing the beginning of it. That might be cool. That'd be very interesting. Yeah, because like we've seen, we've seen the 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 juicy bits of resistances you know, and rebellions. I would love to see that happen because then maybe people would start respecting the separatists because honestly they're in the right state of mind <laughs> i mean listen there are some points to be made maybe you know the republic is a little corrupt or no and and all that stuff but yeah. then some of the separatists maybe they got a little crazy and they just started nuking towns you know i mean i don't know about that chief well no it's, i don't know man you i think clone wars Okay, the Separatists want separation from the Republic because they're not being represented because they live on the Outer Rim. Yeah. And they hire um, the Sith to be generals who, I mean, none of this, like, actual chancellors are, like... They're on the battlefield, so they have no idea what's going on. And they're using battle droids, so... Like, they don't really know anything except for what the Sith are telling them. So, like, can you really blame them? You can blame the Sith for being terrible people and using it to, like, create chaos. But, like... They're just like... I don't want to be <laughs> taxation without representation, Riley. That's fair. That is that's, fair. That's the problem. Man, the politics of the prequels. It could be a whole of its own episode. Oh, it seriously could. <laughs> Watch episode three again. <laughs> last bit of news, though, Joey. I believe this is the last Star Wars news that we have. Then we go to Marvel. I'm not even going to beat around the bush. Ray, double-bladed, red lightsaber. Wait, red uh, lightsaber? Yep, it's Sith lightsaber. Yep, red. With the Palpatine cloak on. That is what has reportedly been seen. Uh, the trail, the footage might be out by the time this episode comes out. Like, at time of recording, this could come out tomorrow. I'm pretty sure. So, by the time this episode comes out, maybe it's out and everyone can see it. Um... But from Joey and I perspective, it's not actually been out, so we don't know what it looks like, except for descriptions. But yeah, I guess they released some like weird behind-the-scenes footage thing for Star Wars, and the ending shot was Ray, Palpatine cloak, dual red lightsaber, Darth Maul style. Huh. Interesting. So it's just a vision, right? I guess. Like Probably. it's just it's just gonna be like Luke fighting Darth Vader in the hole and then he's gonna cut his head off and it's gonna be Luke and then but this time it's Ray fighting Ray. Oh yeah, that would Pal's, make sense. Yeah, Pal's gonna be like, You can join me and then he'll show Oh no Force no Oh no. I do think that Ray should have a double bladed lightsaber though. That'd be awesome. No, I I'm totally down with that. You know, you don't you don't see enough Actually, no. I don't. Have we ever seen um, a Jedi with a double-bladed lightsaber except for um, the ones in the Old Republic? 
Uh, I'm trying to think in canon. Uh, the closest... In canon, I don't think any. Uh, Rebels? Is there anybody? No, they only have the, the weird Darth Maul associated guys. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not thinking of any. I don't think Clone Wars has just showed anyone. So yeah, no, maybe it's just Sith technique. At the moment. I'm not saying it has to be. I'm just saying what we've seen. I dislike that. There needs to be more. I think it'd be super cool. But the thing is, how are you going to get her to get it? What do you mean? They make it. Well, like, here's... Okay, but here's the thing, like... She fights with the staff all the time. No, no, that's fine. It's more like designing it. Like, because I feel like... Why would she come up with that? Unless she goes into the place with a double-bladed blue lightsaber... And then Palp's vision just shows her turning red. Then I guess that would work. But it's not like, you, I don't think you can have I mean, her go in, get the vision, and then be like, no, I won't do that. And then she just has the lightsaber. Like, I don't feel like the story would have enough time. No, like it I shouldn't have enough time. I'm going to assume that she's going to make her own lightsaber because doesn't Luke still have his own lightsaber now? No, well, no, remember, because the lightsaber, well, he had hit, well, he showed in the vision thing he had the green one again or something, I don't know, um, right, isn't that what happened at the end, when he did the force projection, he projected himself with the green lightsaber? Did he? I don't remember. Or was it blue? blue. Oh, but it should have been green, everyone was like, it should have been green, because that was his lightsaber. I think is what people were saying. Uh, but no, I just remember, remember she leaves and she repairs the Skywalker saber. Remember because her and Kylo break it in half? Oh, yeah. She gets the two parts and then she leaves on the Falcon and then they like m- m- welded it back together. But did we see it turn on? No. So, well, you, oh, so, she so maybe, maybe it's still broken. She has to take out the crystal and since it was <gasps> Riley, since it was split when they were both tugging on it, using the force, it cracked the crystal, so it needs another um, exit for the light energy. So so the so, saber broke, and since it broke in half, it's got to be two lightsabers now. Exactly. And she's just going to put it... That's actually pretty sick. Like, I'm down for that. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's smart. I like that. I just want it something makes sense. new, you know? Something new oh, yeah. and interesting. I mean, like, <laughs> they were like, oh yeah, let's make Kylo Ren's lightsaber pretty neat and cool and different. No, I, I'm down and for it, Kylo's lightsaber. I like it. Really? You like I hate, it? I don't like how he uses it. He doesn't use it a way a sword is supposed to be used, but it makes sense the, like, it makes sense the way it's built because a hilt guard is to actually, is to stop your opponent's blade. But the thing is, why does he use it to stab people and burn them? That's not what it's for. It's to for it's like you hook your opponent's blade in it, and then you can control them. And but has... no, you you can't hook it because why not? Um, because it it doesn't come out from the saber. It comes out from oh, I mean, it's fine. It it still stops the blade enough. Like it'll hit it. And then he just pushes with the main blade. Like, it would make sense. Listen, you could write it where it makes more sense. But the thing is, he's never actually used it, I feel like, to fight properly. Oh, yeah, no. That's the problem. I think because there's, there's I no just believability. Don't, I don't really see how you can properly fight with that. 
because it just doesn't really make sense. Because I'm trying to if remember, you, did if he you, use it against the red guys? Well, um, I don't think so. I can't. Uh, there was that weird like chain whipping thing. That I don't know. <laughs> that was a cool scene, but it was very random. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the best part of that movie. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Listen, I don't know. I'm down. I'm fine with Kylo's lightsaber. It's fine. I. It would be cool if we got more explanation behind it. I keep forgetting we're getting to also get the Knights of Ren. Oh yeah. So, uh, it's a lawn movie. I heard people are saying not exactly set in stone timeline at the moment. Like no one's given a number, but two hour and something probably is what I've seen. I heard something about an hour and forty minutes, or sorry, one hundred and forty minutes. I mean, uh. So like two and a half hours, maybe. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm down for that. But whew. We'll, we'll see how that movie goes. We'll definitely talk more about it the closer we get. Yeah, for sure. Marvel, though, Joey, Marvel. We got Marvel shows. Marvel, Marvel shows below. She-Hulk. She-Hulk. That's going to be really cool. I'm excited for that. I wonder if it's going to break the fourth wall like some of our comic books did. Um, You know what? Hopefully it does. Ooh, you're down for that. You want that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with whatever. Let's just see. I don't know. Let's just see what happens. You know? Eh. Let's just see what they give me. Uh, Miss Marvel. Wait, is She-Hulk going to be a movie or a show? These are all show, limited right? series. They're all like limited show things. They're like they're like movie, really long movies. Gotcha. You know, like gotcha. the Netflix shows were or anything, you know, where it's just like six hour-ish long episodes with movie budgets. So it's just really long. <laughs> really long gotcha. movie. Gotcha, okay. <laughs> so, Miss Marvel, I'm not surprised. He, Kevin Feige loves that character, I'm pretty sure, and really wants to introduce her. She's the one I mostly heard that if, if her show goes well and is received well, she'll be added to the movies. Okay. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Wait. Miss Marvel as in Miss Marvel the con, Camilla Khan. Stretchy girl lady. Oh, okay. The the like teenage one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The newer one. Yeah. Teenage. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. One, yeah. Uh, she's also in like the new Avengers game and is like like a kid on a field trip. Oh, nice. So she's showing up more and more. She's She's got a big fan base. Honestly, she's a pretty good character. I like her a lot. Yeah, not bad. One of the newer additions that's like her character makes sense and is it has a unique take on it, you know, being because like everyone's so old now, you know, all the Avengers yeah. and everything. You got to yeah. have more young people. And I think hers works, you know. It, it makes sense. Moon Knight. That one, I'm also, I'm like kind of surprised, but like not too much. She-Hulk was the biggest surprise. Didn't expect that at all. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I hope it's just a law show. It's just Law and Order, but She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Six hours of court footage. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
But Moon Knight, Joey, Moon I don't Knight. know too much about Moon Knight. Everyone always just compares him to Batman. Yeah, understandably. Um, I'm kind of excited for that, though. Because, I mean, I do like Batman a lot, but he gets <laughs> too much. He's like, he's an A-list character. Well, what, would oh. you call, what would you call Moon Knight? Oh, uh, yeah, probably B, but it's he's just got it. He's yeah, I'd say B, but it's, it's just so surprising. He has such a cult following. Yeah. Like it's anyone who's read a book has heard about him because there's always that guy who's like, I love Moon Knight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> so uh, I tried to look up what exactly. Like, has he done? You know, like, like who is he? What does he do? Who does he fight? I don't know. Good question. I don't know anything about Moon Knight. So looking at his powers, uh, he was like a boxer, U.S. Marine and stuff. Okay. So he does a lot of hand-to-hand stuff. He's he's good at every single fighting style, basically, according to the list. Ah, nice. I basically see. An Olympic-level athlete, skilled acrobat and gymnast. Okay. Uh, he uses a variety of weapons such as darts, bow staff, nunchucks, and all sorts of things. So yeah, he's just a ninja man. <laughs> I just went on the Wikipedia page and it says oh, Moon Knight well. was ranked by Wizard Magazine as the 149th greatest comic book character. Hey, that's not bad, man. Because I've read that list. It was 150 being 149, not bad. You made it on the list, you know? There's got to be some respect for that. That's very true. <laughs> uh, I like this. I'm also I'm on the Wikipedia page. It was like, Taskmaster, who has the ability to copy and replicate anyone's fighting style, has stated that he prefers not to copy Moon Knight's style, as Moon Knight would rather take a punch than block it. Very nice quote. Oh, that, yeah, I respect I think, that. That's I pretty think he's, good. He's slightly more, like he's Batman, but kind of like... I don't know. I don't know if he kills people, but he almost seems slightly more colder, like almost like closer to Punisher, like a Punisher Batman, maybe. But he doesn't yeah, have guns, but he's still definitely edgy, very edgy. Oh, 100 percent. His rogues gallery. I'm going to take a quick peek through it. And I don't know any of it's like a werewolf, like a werewolf guy, Morpheus, the living vampire, but they don't have rights to that guy either. Or I, oh, actually, they, I might like right, they might have rights to werewolf, but not Morpheus. Or is that yeah, Morpheus is a living vampire, correct? Right. Yeah. No. Uh yeah, he just kind of fights, I think, dark base guys, right? Okay. <laughs> IGN stated, Moon Knight is more or less the concept of what would happen if Batman were to suffer from multiple personality disorder. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> cool character. I think I think it's going to be very interesting to see more of him. Yeah, I'd watch it. I hope... Oh, you know, be sick if Daredevil showed up in it. Ooh, that would be pretty sick. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, but he's worked with people before, you know. True. He's definitely just a street-level New York superhero. Oh, yeah, 100%. I wonder if he... Does he get superpowers at one point? Probably. Everyone's gotten superpowers at one point. Oh, so I guess, wait a second. So according to this, this is a quote from, I think, the creator, right? No, so okay. this is 
this is this is a quote from Hudson, uh, uh, Charlie Hudson, who wrote a relaunch of Moon Knight, a 2006 relaunch of him. And he's like, listen, he's like, so they're similar in the fact that normal guys with gadgets, right? He's like, but Moon Knight is different because Bruce Wayne fights it to avenge his parents. Moon Knight beats up whoever has it coming because he believes he... Now, here's the quote. That's what I'm reading. Beats up whoever has it coming because he believes he is the avatar of the Egyptian god of vengeance. And it helps him to feel better about all the people he killed when he was a mercenary. Oh. And Moon Knight has three alter egos. Three alter yeah, because he has a he has a disassociative identity disorder. So he's yeah, he's crazy. He's absolutely psychotic Batman. That's what I thought. I thought he was on like I think he's more crazy Batman. Oh. That's really weird. Yeah. What are his three personalities? I don't know. They were that's I, I was kinda reading them. They just seemed like three normal guys, maybe. Um they they just all had their own names and and everything. That's very interesting. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know, um, I might go into the show a little more blind, but at least I know some of that stuff, right? So, right. yeah. And then, according to this, he does get some sort of superpowers because an Egyptian moon god showed up and was like, "Yo." Um, and it gave him like super strength, endurance, and reflexes, or whatever. That kind of stuff, but then, like, at some unspecified point, he lost it. With the loss of his powers confirmed in 2007, and that he lost it because of disobedience. Um, and <laughs> due to Moon Knight's per- multiple personalities, he's re- psychic stuff, and he sometimes receives prophetic um, visions. Wow. Huh. I don't know, man. Moon Knight's crazy. He's just, he's just psychotic, man. I don't know. He just sounds like the epitome of the 90s. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But hey, I'm down for it. I would love to see uh, some of the Netflix guys show up too, though. That would be pretty sick. Oh, yeah. But I think that was I think that was all the news from on Marvel's side, too. Only a couple new shows. Uh, there was some footage, I think, shown of What If. I don't know if anyone, you know, I don't think it was released to the public. But there was, like, Zombie Captain America in there. Nice. Like, like even though they said they're only doing the MCU, what ifs? I'm like, they're straight up zombie Captain America. We've now seen him multiple times with footage. So, I mean, zombies love some zombies. Zombie Captain America, zombie Iron Man, setting it, up for some. We see it. We see it, Marvel. We see what you're doing. <laughs> But I think that's about it. Is there anything else that I'm forgetting? Um, I don't think so. No, I think that was basically everything. Some interesting stuff Disney shown. For sure. Yeah. Well, we just need more footage. Yeah, basically. What we need. You can let us know, guys, what you thought was the coolest news. You know, what's what's more exciting? Multi personality Egyptian. Super powered, but not really. Sometimes Batman <laughs> or six hours of court with a green lady in it. Which one <laughs> sounds better to you? You can let us know uh, on all our social media pages. 
and everything. So you can follow us on Twitter at What's Up With You Pod. You spell with a U. Or on Instagram at What's Up With You underscore. With the U spell properly. You can email us your thoughts, opinions, reviews, what you want us to talk about. Or maybe just how your day was going. I don't Whatever you feel like. Yeah. I mean, I'm always up for a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Joe will just be like, oh, what's this? And then it'll be a guy like, listen, guys, Moon Knight is actually super cool because he met Anubis or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you can email us at what's it with you podcast at gmail.com. It's all spelled out. And yeah. If you enjoy the show, guys, you want to leave a little, little review, we appreciate it. Like, enjoy. comment, and subscribe. Okay. <laughs> Hit that doggo bell button. Uh, <laughs> next week, Joey, we have no idea what we're going to do. As always, no, we we're very good at this. We're starting to hit kind of nothing period until like October. So I think we got like a month of nothing. And then October hits, and I think we start getting um, like Joker. Uh, it might come out in September, though. So maybe. Oh, you know. true. Um, but we're start we're starting to get closer to the end of things. We got a f- like a few more weeks, and then it's like um, well, we can do whatever we want. And then we yeah. start getting back into movie time. Hey, doing whatever we want. Those are those are the best kind of. Episodes. We can always we can always do whatever we want. No one tells us what to do. I mean, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can have a discussion of who is the most psychotic superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That'd be pretty interesting. Just trying to look for the most crazy one. But thank you for listening. What's up with viewers? We'll see you next week. Bye.